how's your day been and uh what's the uh what's life like there in the hotel okay um it's been busy man uh, i was at my mom's place in tilsonburg this morning i don't know if you know where that is um like an hour and a half from toronto uh so i drove from there to the gym did my last training session uh and then came over to the hotel here and, and unpacked and stuff uh, my flight's like early tomorrow morning, eight fifteen. So I got to be up and out of here by like five thirty ish. How's uh, man? You're a few days out now. Uh, how are you feeling? Um, obviously, a lot this past few months have been uh, very, very weird for most people. So uh, how are you feeling? Uh, just a few days out. Good man. Uh, like just getting the the last few pounds off and and that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm ready to go. How was the uh, how was the weight cut? I mean, I speak for me personally. I put on an additional uh, few pounds <laughs> the past couple of months. Was it a little bit uh, trickier to get those uh, last few pounds off? Um, no, I was probably walking around like two or three pounds heavier in camp, maybe. Uh, so like an extra like week or two of dieting, uh, leading into like the the water loading and whatnot. But um, no, it's always pretty easy for me. I'm not a huge middleweight. Um, I don't really cut a ton of weight, so yeah, it's never too bad. It's been uh, it's been a little over a year now since uh, since you last fought. Um, how are you feeling um, in terms of the layoff? Like, do you feel like how do you feel that's going to affect your performance? Do you think it's going to benefit it? Do you think it's going to take you a little while to to get the feel for things? Um, dude, honestly, for me, like my career has been so uh, inconsistent. Like, I have nine fights in like five or six years or whatever. So uh, I think these long layoffs are like normal for me at this point, which sucks. But uh, yeah, it is what it is. <clears throat> what was the reason for this long layoff? I know there was a couple fights there that I think fell through. Um, what was the, the main reason why you, uh, you've you been on the sidelines for so long? Yeah, so I was supposed to fight for BTC back in November, um, and that got cancelled like three days out from weigh-ins, I think. Like, I was already like pretty dehydrated and feeling crappy and like ready to fight, uh, and the commission didn't approve my opponent, and like on that short notice, you're not going to find somebody else. Uh, so that happened, and then I was supposed to fight the end of January, and pretty much same thing, like three days out from weigh-ins. Again, I'm like cutting weight, I'm ready to go, I'm booking my hotel and everything, uh, and Buddy blows out his knee, and again, they're not going to find a replacement on on that like short of a notice. Uh, so two fights canceled like two or three months apart, and then COVID happens and everything gets sidelined, so like it was just a chain of shitty events. Yeah, You're now 7-2 and two as a professional at, at middleweight, which is... Overall, really good record. I mean, as a welterweight or as a lightweight, uh, you know, you usually look for people with higher or more fights. But at seven mm -hmm. and two, that's really, especially going into, you know, UFC or Bellator. How far out do you think you are from maybe getting a call for the UFC? Obviously, you've competed on the Contender Series before. Yeah, hopefully close, man. Uh, like you said, I was on Contender Series, so I think that means like I'm I'm on the radar. Like I, I think that means if I won the fight, they were willing to sign me. Um, and this dude that I'm fighting next uh, is another contender series guy. So, like, two guys that are right at that level, uh, I think I should be pretty close. What's your thoughts on Bruno Assis's opponent? I mean, obviously, he's competed overseas in Bellator, and like you just, or uh, for Brave, sorry, and, mm -hmm. and like you just said, he did also compete on the on uh, the contender series. So, there's a lot like really riding on this um, because, like you said, I mean, you're on their radar. Um, what's your thoughts on him as an opponent? Yeah, he's solid. Uh, super good uh, jits guy. He's a black belt, good on the ground, got a, a few wins by sub. Um, good judo as well. Like He's got some nice throws and stuff. Um, but I think it's a good matchup for me. I think, uh, I think I got a way to beat him for sure. So I ask this a lot, and especially going into fights, do you do a lot of uh, watching your opponent, or do you leave that mainly for your coaches? 
Um, mostly to my coaches. I mean, I want to watch the guy and like have a, a rough idea of what he does. Um, and like most guys don't really change like a lot from fight to fight, right? So like I don't need to study the tape too much. I want to have like a, a general idea, but uh, I th- I think it's more about you than about your opponent, right? Like you gotta you gotta get yourself ready more than like trying to see what they're doing in their past fights and exploit something. I'll talk a little bit about your your two losses. I mean, you're seven and two, and I think a lot of people uh, learn a lot from their losses. Um, you see guys that go undefeated throughout their entire careers, but they don't have uh, that. Those two losses that really kind of help uh, help you grow. What did you learn from uh, those two losses to to both Sean Brady and um, uh, Brendan Allen? Hmm. Um, well, the Sean Brady one that was like fairly early in my career, but I think I was on like a, a ten fight win streak. Like my my Miami career, I lost my first fight, and then I won eight in a row, and then I won two fr- pro fights. Uh, so I think I probably just kind of thought I was like invincible. So that was uh, learning that I'm not. Um, and then the Brendan Allen fight, I've said this a few times. It sounds a little bit silly because I kind of got my ass kicked like pretty quickly in that fight. Uh, but I felt like I could hang with him. Like. Uh, I felt like I deserved to be in there, um, and now watching him like kind of tear through the UFC, uh, it's good. It gives me some confidence that uh, I deserve to be there too. Do you feel like it's, it's almost bittersweet knowing that you could be in their shoes? You know, obviously Brady's doing really well; he's still undefeated, and uh, Brendan Allen is on a tear. He's probably, I think, one of the best fighters not ranked in the mm-hmm. UFC all divisions. Um, is it a little bit bittersweet knowing, like, oh, man, if I had one of those wins, there's a good chance I could have been in their spot? Yeah, for sure, but like that's fighting. It's gonna happen. Uh, there'll probably be other losses I take, and guys will go on to do good things. Um, I'm sure some guys that I beat see see what I'm doing, and and are kind of like jealous or, or thinking that they could be here. So, yeah, it's part of the sport. Ups and downs. There's, yeah, yeah. There's a man. These these weeks are there's a lot of activity going on in the UFC. More specifically, the Contender Series. Uh, a teammate and someone else who's signed by Dodge there. Anthony Romero is, is representing pretty much Canada, him and mm-hmm. TJ Laramie. What do you think it'll really take for, uh, like, an, like a, I guess, a swing of Canadian talent into the UFC? Um, that's a good question. Uh, it's weird because we're all, like, dispersed. We don't have, like, a, a big Canadian gym. I guess there's, like, TriStar, but a lot of guys there aren't even Canadians. Um, but, like, in the States, you see, like, a bunch of these, like, big-name gyms that have a bunch of guys, and there's already, like, 10 guys in the UFC, so other guys come to train at that gym, and they kind of have that in. Uh, but I think a lot of us are, like, kind of all over the place, right? Like, Laramie trains, like, out in Windsor, and I think he goes to the States and stuff. Uh, me and Romero and, and Jasmine are at the one gym, but then, like, I think a lot of the Canadian talents, like, spread out. Uh, I don't know if it would take, like, one gym to get in a few fighters uh, to kind of, like, have that in, you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Gavin Tucker's from my hometown. I'm in I'm in Halifax as well. Yeah. So. And like Tanner Bozer's on the other side of uh. Exactly. Everyone's all over, right? Yep. It's a it's a massive country, but it doesn't really seem to be a uh, a lot of talent overall. Well, mm-hmm. and I find uh you know like with the United States, there's almost like that wrestling background. You know, like a lot of people are taking wrestling in high school. For and, sure. You know, we don't really have that as an option. So yeah. what, what was it that really got you into into the sport? I think just watching it growing up, uh, I had an older brother that uh, was into UFC and watching. He had bought a couple DVDs, and I, I found one of them and started watching it. Uh, and he actually started training before me, too, and I, I joined a gym with him uh, and just kind of, like, stuck with it ever since I was young. Uh, another question I have to ask, I mean, you've, you've obviously competed in front of uh, no fans before on the Contender Series. 
How do you think that's going to impact your performance? Are you someone who hears the audience and kind of like feeds off of it, or are you someone who kind of like manages to drown all that out? Yeah, I've been asked this question a few times. Uh, honestly, I, I didn't notice a difference at Contender Series. I I didn't tell a difference. Um, maybe it's from fighting on like smaller regional shows. The crowd is like not normally like huge, like a UFC crowd. Like maybe if you are used to like tens of thousands of people there, and then you went to no audience, you'd notice it. But uh, yeah, no, I didn't notice a big difference. Do you think it's going to favor you being able to hear both the co- like the commentary and both corners? Um, you know what? I can always hear my corner pretty well too. I've never like struggled to hear them or like not responding to them or anything. So uh, yeah, again, I, I don't think it's going to be a, a big change for me. I'll, I'll have to ask a little bit about Canadian MMA. Being we're both being Canadian, um, George St. Pierre getting inducted into the uh, UFC Hall of Fame. I think it's long overdue, and I'm kind of surprised he he wasn't already in there. Yeah. Uh, have you ever had the chance to to meet George? And and what's your thoughts on on him and his legacy overall? Yeah, I met him uh, once or twice at TriStar, just kind of like in passing, like he was training and I was training. We said hi in the change room or whatever. Uh, but yeah, man, phenomenal athlete, uh, like one of the best, if not the best of all time in MMA. Um, super good dude too, like no steroids or drugs or any of that stuff, like no news stories coming out, like hit and runs or DUIs or any of this stuff. Just uh, seems like a good like overall dude. I want to touch on that a little bit as well. I mean, I've spoke to uh, to Matt Dodge. Um, I spoke to Jasmine and Andre, Andre Ewell as well. A lot of people signed there by by Dodge Sports. And the one thing I noticed is you're all down to earth. Um, but one of the things you see in news today, especially with guys like Mike Perry, uh, Conor McGregor, like it's almost like negative attention is good attention. Um, how do you kind of stay grounded through all that, knowing that maybe a bigger opportunity comes if you go out there and and, and make make negative headlines? Um, hmm, that's a good question. I uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna have to play it safe when I'm when I'm making my bad decisions. I'm just gonna have to make sure there's no cameras around to, to find out. Um, but no, like you said, I think uh, the Dodge crew is like a, a good crew of people. Uh, we're all well-behaved, I guess you could say. I don't want to say we're uh, we're boring, because I know we like to have our fun, too. But um, no, definitely no uh, getting in bar fights or uh, getting arrested or anything like that, as far as I know, anyways. Maybe they're uh, maybe they're just making their good deci- or bad decisions uh, in, at good times, too. So I've made uh, uh, the little platform. I, I started this back in March, uh, just interviewing fighters. But the platform I got in uh, MMA was based on making predictions for fights as well as uh, matchmaking. Is there anybody uh, like in the UFC or Evan Bellator who you're like, you know what, it would be my dream to compete against him someday, whether it's realistic, not realistic, current fighter, former fighter. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody you wish you could have tested your skills against? Um, hmm. Maybe like uh, a CM Punk because that would have the most eyes on it and I think I could match up pretty well against him. <sighs> I like that answer. Uh, and another big fight this weekend, and Stipe versus DC uh, three. Um, yeah. What's your prediction for that one? That's a tough one. Uh, I don't know if it was like two years ago. I would lean towards DC. I think I think he was like the better overall fighter, but he's getting old. Uh, doesn't look to be in the best shape. Doing a lot of commentary and travel and that kind of stuff. Um, I'll probably go with Stipe. I like it. Uh, and I'll ask you a couple more questions and then I'll let you go. For people who haven't watched you fight before, um, 
what would you tell them about your both your fight style and if there's one fight that you could point at and be like watch that fight that sums me up as a fighter which fight would it be uh i'd say my fight style is kind of uh like grindy like it's not always pretty to watch i do like a lot of uh wall work like grinding people out on the fence like knees dirty boxing that kind of stuff um if I had to say one fight to watch that was the coolest, it would be uh, my first fight at BTC versus uh, Alex Bollet. Um, that was like, I don't think I fought exactly like my style, and I got a knockout on the feet. Uh, if you want to see one fight that probably sums up my career a bit more, it would be my other fight at BTC against uh, Joe Valet. I like it. Um, so overall, what's your prediction for this uh, for this upcoming weekend? Uh, I'm going to get the W. All right, I like it. Also, uh, how are you going to stay safe? You're going to Florida. You're going to like the epicenter of uh, coronavirus. What are you yeah. doing? What sorts of uh, procedures are you doing to make sure you don't catch anything? Uh, typical stuff, wearing my mask, washing my hands. Um, we're actually there for like a very short time. So uh, like I don't think I'm going to come in contact with tons of people. Like we get there tomorrow later in the afternoon. Um, Wednesday's weigh-in, Thursday I fight, and I'm out of there Friday. So it's only a few days. I'll probably be in the hotel room most of the time. So um, not too concerned. All right. I like it. All the best. Stay safe, man. And uh, all the best on uh, Thursday night. Awesome. Thanks, brother. All right, man. All the best. Bye.